Hey everyone, this is Dory. Today we're going to a place that truly celebrates the different cultures, nationalities, and countries that make up our amazing city, Global Food Market in Kirkwood. It's a Thai family who runs the place. Hear why they see St. Louis as a great place to bring the flavors of the world together. Where are you from? St. Louis? Oh, right, 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 right. But like, what's your heritage? Ah, Polish and Filipino. I was gonna guess Italian. Maybe Puerto Rican. Cool. Some people get offended by questions like this, and I'll admit that not every exchange is quite so thoughtful. But most of the time, I think people really do think it's cool. How many of you have bought into one of those DNA testing kits just to find out you're 37% French or something like that? Producer Dory Olmos and editor Shirley Karam nerded out over their shared Lebanese heritage when they figured that one out. Well, there's one place that truly celebrates the different cultures, nationalities, countries that thrive below the St. Louis flag. Global Foods Market in Kirkwood. It's about the same size and layout as a typical mid-sized grocery store. You get your cart, you hear the cashiers ringing up the items. The deli and the dairy sections are clearly marked as such. But the aisles aren't labeled with cereal or snack foods. They list countries of the world. It's a Thai family that runs the place. But Shane Propislip says in their 30 years of entrepreneurship, his family's always had a taste for the world. Actually, that's what sets us apart from a lot of markets. You know, like we always travel to see what other people are doing. And even a lot in a lot of bigger cities like New York and L.A., you know, there is the just the Polish market or just the, the uh, Filipino market. And they're kind of separate. But my dad started seeing with, you know, various groups of Americans, new Americans coming to St. Louis that like, you know, it's not just... Italians and Germans and Vietnamese and Bosnians anymore. We had a really cool opportunity to, to really have a global store. Ooh la la! Ooh la la! Ooh la la! Today on Abby Eats St. Louis, I have a really cool opportunity to talk to Shane and learn how he and his family really are the ties that bind this town. From opening the first Thai restaurant in the area 30 years ago, The King and I on Grand, to operating grocery stores like Global and International Provisions on the Del Mar Loop, running Oishi Hibachi Steakhouses. We talk about it all in the family's newest restaurant, a regional Thai place called Chow Ban in the Grove. The world is a big, vast place, a very delicious place, and if we can kind of bring it, make it a little bit more manageable for people, that's something we love. How they can keep a sense of food trends and palates from so far away, and why someone who sampled so many of the world's flavors. My joke is that I think, like, for me, uh, you know, I'll have Indian on Monday, Mexican on Tuesday. See, St. Louis is a great place to bring them all together. Shane is a busy guy. He gets it from his dad, a serial entrepreneur since landing in the U.S. to go to school at St. Louis University back in the 70s. Broke, like so many college students, he drove up to Chicago to buy Asian foods to bring back to St. Louis and sell them. At the time, you know, it was just kind of towards the end of the Vietnam War, we were seeing more refugee populations come to St. Louis. And he's like, you know, these folks are coming from a really difficult situation. You know, food is probably something they really 
or craving from home, something that's really comforting. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I think he saw an opportunity to both do right and, and make some money and then, you know, started carrying all those ingredients for that population. Shane mentions his dad quite a few times throughout our conversation, how hard of a worker he is, to build this business up. But I've got to get this out there right now. It's clear right away Shane works damn hard, too. As vice president of the global family of brands, he has a lot on his plate and not always in the delicious way. You might be able to tell in this audio he has a bit of a cold. Well, he's also battling cancer. If you'd rather not talk about this, that feel free. Just let me know. But, um, you know, going through treatment and working this hard sounds really exhausting. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's maybe my days are a little bit shorter. But um, at least for me, maybe it's a little bit of I take this from my dad. I need to leave my house every day or else I get stir crazy. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where um, it, it's it's. I've had to step back a little bit, but I think the work that we're doing is, is still so important that I, I still do as much as I can. Um, and luckily, I've, I've been feeling pretty good, so I've been, you know, trying to keep up with it. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think the work that we're doing is, is so important that I can't just let it slide. He's even donated profits from the newest restaurant, Chow Ban, to Siteman Cancer Center, where he's undergoing treatment. But as he said, he spends as much time as he can working behind the scenes, keeping the company going. It's what he wants to focus on. His dad, meanwhile, takes a more hands-on approach. So how do you, as a family, stay so connected with what people are wanting to go do and see and eat and buy. I think um, if, you know, Abby says you shop at Global, um, my dad has been working the same way he's been since he was a kid. You know, he's always on the floor. He wants to talk to everybody. He just truly is so curious about like, you know, even if we carry something and, and he sees someone about to check out with it, he has no idea. He'll be like, how do you use that? So I think it's just truly that that intellectual curiosity, specifically with food, that we just want to know what, what people are doing, what people are eating. And for us, that kind of helps us keep the pulse on well, what should we bring in? You know, what should we not stock? Um, and I think the, one of the great things that we like to do is really try to get stuff that um, people want to get that they could not get otherwise. And I think that's a big strength for us is that we care so much about of our customers and we know that, you know, food can be, having your favorite thing to eat can really make your day. And to, to have a customer be like, I have been looking for this for, since I've immigrated to the United States, I could not find it. I found it at your store. I think you'll make a customer for life right there. Um, but it's, it's just really talking to our customers and, and, and just making sure that we're, we're doing the best by them. That's awesome. I, I, that's so cool. And you're so right because especially there was a long time there that, during which my mom had not gone back to Poland. And the joy that she would get by being able to go in and find, you know, her Delizia cookies that then she was able to introduce to my sister and I. And now we've grown up with the same treats that she did, despite the fact that I've never lived in Poland like she has. And it really is emotional for people. Is food emotional for your family? I think it is. Um, you know, I I grew up with uh, my grandparents helped raise me. Um, and, you know, I think in, it's definitely true in Thai culture, but I would argue it's true for almost every culture that food is really the connection between generations. And I've just been very fortunate to have, you know, with my grandparents living with me, that direct connection, that passing down of knowledge. Um, Because I think, you know, at least for me, and it's probably familiar for a lot of other immigrant kids, 
sometimes you want to blend in. You want your, you know, your Lunchables. You don't want to stick out. And so there was... You don't want to bring any, like, stinky fish yeah, exactly. sauce or anything. Yeah, yep. and you're, you, just, you just want to be just another kid. But I was able to kind of, at home at least, really... Um, understand and appreciate how awesome our food culture is and how distinct and unique it is. Unique, yes, but not as unique as it used to be. If you've ordered takeout in the last, let's say, six months, especially any kind of Asian takeout, there's a good chance it was Thai food. Shane's family has a lot to do with that. And I think that kind of informs me and, and motivates me today in my role in the company of, of continuing not just to share um, our food culture with people, but also maybe get them to rediscover theirs as well. I didn't realize King and I was the first Thai restaurant in the St. Louis area. Yeah, that was, um, so, you know, there had been uh, a lot of Chinese restaurants in the St. Louis area uh, up to that point, and our first location was actually an old Chinese restaurant, and my dad, being so nervous, you know, he, he didn't know if people were ready for kind of the real deal, so when he opened the first King and I, he kept, like, almost half half of the old Chinese menu and <laughs> half it was Thai food because he was like, oh, you know, people are, they might be a little edgy about this. Um, and it's it's quite a testament to him and, and, and to St. Louis that, you know, King and I is still around to this day um, serving some of the original recipes that we've been serving since we've opened in the late 70s. Wow. And especially can, the fact that it's still around and still serving that stuff, considering how Thai food itself has become so much more of a staple now. I mean, people are just as likely, I feel like, to call say, hey, you want to go grab Thai food mm-hmm. as you'd say, or get Thai takeout as you'd get Chinese takeout maybe when your parents first opened. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, you know, my joke is that I think like for me, uh, you know, I'll have Indian on Monday, Mexican on Tuesday, you know. And so I, I think the way we're eating is very different. And I'm, we're, I'm very pleased that Thai has kind of worked its way into kind of the, the American rotation, so to speak. Um, and it's been great for us because at least from our grocery stores we've been able to help so many other Thai entrepreneurs open their own own restaurants so I think uh, according to I think our last cow we service about 35 Thai restaurants around the region both on the Illinois side and Missouri side Um, and the fact that all those restaurants are delicious and do well um, it we're really happy you know we have we have our own Thai restaurants, but we're 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 very happy to see other people succeed serving their recipes as well. Um, it's it's been quite the honor. Is it mostly other Thai restaurants that you help out, or do you yes. do other international? So foods so too? Um, a lot of different international food. So we you know we it's really neat. Um, you know if you ever go shop at Global, you'll probably see some some really. Uh, I like to say famous chefs around St. Louis and if you know any chefs you know they the way their mind works is that they are always they're so inquisitive they want to try something new and we actually get a lot of folks in the industry shop at uh, shop at our stores and try something new or you know get an ingredient to do a different riff on a dish um, so you know that's been a really you know we're kind of we like to think the unofficial like chefs chefs grocery store just yeah. you know, unique ingredients um, and, and you know we, we, we always like to see other restaurants succeed and if we we can find a way to help supply them with something, um, all, all the better. What's your favorite international cuisine or even meal? Um, I think I'd get in trouble if I didn't say Thai, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things where, um, especially with, with our menu at Chow Ban, it's, it's a food that I grew up eating. So, you know, King and I, um, a lot of the food that we do is kind of more central Thai. So what a lot of people are familiar with, you know, your pot Thai and your curries. Um, and so... The food that I like, of course, is very difficult to make. It takes like 10 aunties all day to, 
to cut and chop. Um, and so I said, you know what would be great? If there's a restaurant in St. Louis that could do that for me so I don't have to do it all by myself. And um, you were in a remarkable position for that to be able to happen, actually. Of yeah. all families, your family can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, um, some of my favorite my favorite dish, um, I would say, of all time is uh, something we serve here at the restaurant. It's, like, it's a cut tot and umsalt. And it's just literally 15 steps. And I remember growing up, the only time we got to eat it was big family gatherings. And it would take all day. And it was worth it every time. And so... Um, yeah, I would I would say you know one of, that dish is probably my favorite, but um, Thai food and like I said, Thai food is so vast. You know, it, it's it's kind of hard to distill American food to one thing. Right. You've got the Northeast, you've got the Southwest, so it's it's such a vast food culture. And I think for a long time, people just assumed that Thai food was you know pot thai and, and stop by curry. But yeah, kind of like all Chinese foods, orange chicken, and all exactly. Italian food is spaghetti. So what right. we're trying to do is you know change people's perceptive of what Thai food is because it's it's a country of 80 million people and and, and you know four different cardinal directions and they all kind of eat a little bit differently from each other. He wants us to see international foods differently as something more accessible something we can make part of our daily lives. He wants us to see Thai culture differently, less monolithic, more colorful and varied. But Shane also wants us to see ourselves a little differently, too. St. Louis, um, I don't think it gets enough credit. It's such a dynamic place, such a welcoming place, and, and, and is increasingly becoming more and more diverse. I went to school out on the coast, and I just remember being so defensive. They're like, where is it? It's, it's amazing how very smart people, like, could not put St. Louis on a map. And to me, that just graded my years. Yeah. So I, I've always been a big St. Louis homer. Um, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I was just having dinner at a great restaurant last night. Um, and my brother, who he lives in Washington, D.C., he's like, this restaurant would kill it there. Yeah. And and it's just one of those things where in every neighborhood and every part of of the city there there are amazing things going on. And it's whether it's on a lack of exposure or just not enough self confidence on our end, mm. we're not willing to like kind of be like, yeah, we we're a big deal. We do some things really, really well. Um, and so for us, you know, at least through the medium of food, if we're able to help entrepreneurs and chefs execute their vision and, and, and make some of the best food in the country. Um, that's something that, you know, that's something we can get behind every day of the week. It's interesting because approaching this conversation, I was thinking of you as an ambassador for the world to St. Louis, but it's also like you've been serving in some ways as an ambassador from St. Louis to the world and the global food scene. Which do you think is more important? Um, I think... At least for me personally, I think I can have more impact as a booster for St. Louis. I think there's a lot of probably much more better equipped people than me to kind of maybe do that international angle. Um, but I think I think to to get St. Louisans to realize what they have, but also the greater the greater country and world that St. Louis is a destination. It is a multicultural place. It could be a thriving place. Um, that's something where I think I can have more impact. That's not to say he's not using food to have that impact. He's literally tasted some of the best the world has to offer. And now he's adding a dash of it here, a sprinkle of it there to make St. Louis more savory for all of us. To me, food is, is a medium. Um, you know, I feel very passionate about um, St. Louis as a city and, and the opportunities and, you know, there are things that are not perfect about St. Louis, but there are things that I um, that I think, 
you know, will position St. Louis to to thrive in the future. And I think a vibrant food scene, a welcoming food scene is one of those things. So for me, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I intend to live here for quite some time and I want to live in a dynamic, um, progressive, inclusive city. And if, if I can do that through the medium of food and, and push those ideas out there, um, that's something that motivates me every day. Now, if you haven't made a trip to Global Foods yet, Add it to your weekend to-do list. It is such a neat place to go. You'll get lost in the aisles exploring all the flavors of the world and you'll walk away inspired to try something new. Abby Eats St. Louis is a five in your side production. I'm producer Dory Almost. Be sure to check out ks2k.com and the five on your side app for more food content all week long.